boys and girls, this is Flashback Friday because I missed out yesterday for Throwback Thursday, so I wanted to throw in a new one, Flashback Friday. Why not, right? I'm going to take you back to episode 93 where I chat about some realistic expectations coming off the new year and this concept of auditing your inner circle. There is a theory out there that the five people that you hang out most with is the sum of the person who you are. So if you start thinking about all the people you hang out with, who are they? Are they complainers? Are they one of those people that are a woe with me? You know, everyone is against me and they always complain. If so, it's probably rubbing off of you too. Are they unhealthy? Do they don't exercise? Do they eat like shit every single day? That's going to rub off on you too. Are you in a relationship that maybe that if you decided to leave, things would improve in your life? These are some serious, serious topics and situations. And I find that when you start auditing the people in your life and make that decision where you got to let them go, your life will definitely change and if you've been listening to me for the last three years I've brought up some points of my life where I had to make the tough decision to cut people out of my life and my life has never been better since that day it's a giant leap of faith but you have to trust your gut that you're doing the right thing so I wanted to take you guys back to that episode of this is probably at least two years ago yeah, most likely two years ago, and you know what? It's going to speak for itself. Here it is, episode 93. You know, the first thing I want to talk about is this whole idea of New Year's resolutions. You know, it's Christmas is over. People are kind of still going to some parties and whatnot, and um, everybody kind of has on their mind, like, what's going to be my New Year's resolution, right? And which is all great and dandy, but I think for most people, and the coach is listening, but this is more for the, you know, everyday person just interested in fitness and health. There is no person out there that said, all right, January 1st, I am going to crush this new year. I am going to go to the gym every single day and I'm going to eat super clean every day, and it's going to be my new thing. I don't think a lot of people have done that, to be honest. So the way I look at it, and I do this in my consultation when I have a client come in, in person or online, you know, they tell me, all right, I'm super motivated. I really want to, like, go into overdrive and kick some ass and work out with you five days a week. And I'm like, fucking awesome. That sounds great. When was the last time you've done that and how long did it take you to stop? And I get two answers. It's either, well, I've actually never done that before or, yeah, I've done it for about two weeks and then I stopped because this, this, and this happened. So really, let's make some realistic goals And that's a huge one. I always like throw this down my clients' throats is make realistic changes and goals and behaviors. You know, there's 
this whole like marketing thing that happens on January or the end of December telling people that, you know, for the next 30 days, you're just going to crush it and blah, 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 like New Year's resolutions. This is the way to go. That's all just plain bullshit. So what I rather have people do is choose like one or two things that is realistic. So my example before when I get a new person uh, hiring me as their coach that wants to work out five days a week, let's make that your main goal and work up to it. It's just like if I had someone come to me, they're like, I want to run a marathon. Awesome. Let's not run 30 miles on your first day because that's just stupid. If I told you to do that, you'd like give me the finger or tell me to fuck off. So why is it acceptable in our industry and in the world that, you know, January 1st, for the next 30 days, 60 days, or whatever the hell you want to do, you're going to go to the gym every single day. Like, that's just stupid. So with my example, uh, with the five days a week person, I tell everybody that comes to me, let's just start off with one day a week. And then they look at me like, what? Are you, are you serious? I'm like, yep, let's just do one day a week. Make that a habit. And then add another day to your, you know, schedule, right? Because if you've come from no workout experience where you do it every single week, no matter what, maybe there's a week or two where you don't go because of X, Y, and Z, and then you come right back to it because you miss it, then sure, we can try doing five days a week. But for the most part, a lot of people are not like that. So... Every client that I have to this day, I've told them all the same thing because they've all said, okay, how many days a week should I be working out? I've read that, you know, three is minimum, so maybe I should do four or five. I told every single one of them, let's just start off with one. And to this day, seven, eight years later, I still have probably 80 to 90% of the same clients training with me because of that single advice. And you know what, this this actually works for all the coaches listening, that that's my sales technique, like that's my tactic that I use. I'm just plain brutally honest with people to the point where I tell them right off the bat, I'm gonna be the worst salesman today. I'm gonna tell you what I actually think you need and not what most salespeople will tell you that you need this fancy package of six days, five days a week, and we're going to throw this on top, and you're going to pay this amount of money, and you're going to be locked in for 12 months. No. I tell everybody we're starting with one day a week. Let's make that a habit for two, three months straight, and then let's add a second day. Every single client that I have that you know, I gave this advice to, they come to me after a while and they're like, hey, you know what? I think I'm ready to do two days, uh, two days a week. I'm like, fucking awesome. Let's do it. And they've all seen success. And then because they start off small and make it a habit as just part of their life, they can stay consistent to it. It's more realistic. So this whole idea of like, I'm going to go balls to the wall as hard as possible in the new year, stupid. It's just, it's stupid. Just don't do it. Now, the other thing that I feel that, you know, these New Year's resolution people out there or even coaches that have this, you know, in the back of their head, like even me, I was like, oh, shit, you know, January's coming up. Like, what am I going to do for my fitness? Like, am I going to get completely shredded? Am I going to do this? And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, 
I even fall into that sometimes. So my second thing that I want to talk about, and you've maybe heard of this term, is auditing your inner circle. So if you look, I can't remember who came up with this, but it's probably stolen from a book and some other, some other dude probably spoke at a conference about it, but it makes sense. So the five people that you hang out with the most is the sum of you. So if you took five people and looked at them and evaluated them, you know, financially, emotionally, um, spiritually, and on their fitness level, you would be the sum of those five people. You're the average of those five. And sometimes, and a lot of times actually, there's usually a couple people in your life that you don't actually need because they're dragging you down. And I know this sounds kind of narcissistic, douchebaggy, an asshole, but what value are they bringing you to your life? Like the example I have in my head, and I've been through this, is that person that is like the Debbie Downer that every time you approach them with an idea or something you're really excited about, they're like, oh, well, that sounds cool, but... Or they're, they just shoot everything down. They're not happy in their own life. And it's just like a drag. And then you get to a point where you're like, why do I even tell this person anything? Why do I even bother? Why do I even try? And they don't even know how miserable they are because they're not even self-aware enough to see it. And I think... This is where your personal growth really kicks in. Like, if you can see that, like, if you really think about it, like, after this podcast, like, sit down and write down the five people that you hang out with the most and see if they're actually those kind of people because they could be the ones holding you back from success, not only in the gym, but in life in general. And again, yeah, it might sound like you're, you might turn an asshole. This is not. It's not what it is. It's trying to elevate your life to the next level. Like if you want to be stuck doing the same thing over and over again, seeing no progression, then, you know, like what's the point? Now, here's an example. This is the extreme example. I don't suggest anyone doing this, but over the, I think, eight years that I've been training, you know, I've seen a lot of divorces, And the reason behind that is, you know, husband or wife, they start training with me and they see a lot of success. They're starting to get happy, but their spouse is the complete opposite. They don't care about their health. They don't care about their appearance. They don't care, you know, enough to not even like even that's okay if they want to be like that, but not even care enough to support the other spouse in their interests. You know, I've seen a lot of couples that I've trained uh, where one person trains, they've like they've done like Ironmans and competed at the highest level at a, you know, recreational athlete and their spouse is the complete opposite, but they're there at every So I'm this is an example because there's one person that came to mind that's an Ironman contender, you know, her husband would come out to every event would drive her to every event, would go to the pool with her and do everything humanly possible to support her. And that relationship worked. Like, 
that's amazing, but a lot of times that spouse rather sit on the couch than, you know, care if what he or she is cooking for dinner is actually going to help the other spouse in their, you know, journey to lose 10 pounds, 20 pounds, do an Ironman, do a half marathon or whatever it is. And there's this huge, like, battle between the spouses and things can get ugly. And I've seen it. I've experienced it firsthand where clients have told me about their divorce. And this was the sole, like, core reason is that their spouse did not support them or even change or try to change. Because the typical thing that I would hear is that my client would come home, they finished their workout, full day of work, they did X, Y, and Z for the family, and they cook dinner, and the spouse decides not to eat that dinner because they rather eat a bag of chips and two O'Henry bars. It's like, what's, wh- why? Like, why would a person want to do that? And again, like, that is the extreme example, but imagine if day in, day out, for years and years and years, you dealt with someone that felt like a little like chain dragging you down, trying to like get to the next portion of your life. Like that can be emotional draining, and it could be enough that it doesn't allow you to do that. And I've seen clients that I've trained where they begin their you know fitness journey and because their spouse is not supportive supportive enough they just never do it you know they i've seen them so excited to get started they're so motivated they want to push through but just it's not happening and then when i start asking some questions it's really clear to me that that other spouse like i've even seen spouses get jealous and it gets it just gets messy So that's the extreme example, but what if, you know, you audit your inner circle that hangs out with you the most and you have a couple friends that all they want to do is go out, drink, and go out to any restaurant that's not typically the best thing every single night and you feel obligated to go because you don't want to be that person where you're like, oh, I don't want to, blah, 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 blah. Like that over time could really be the reason why you're not being successful now i'm no life coach i'm no therapist or anything but you have to kind of sit down and figure out if you know being healthy is a priority in your life like maybe you don't have to completely take those people out of your life but maybe rather than hanging out with them four days a week at a pub, you drop it down to two or one, right? And if they can't support your decision, well, fuck, like, it's either your your own health or pleasing others, right? So you really have to decide for yourself and understand your why. Like, what? why do you want to be healthy? And if it's a big enough priority that you deep down inside want to be the healthy person and not go out and eat every night and drink every night, then you have to kind of sacrifice a little bit, right? It's just like how I put my example about the whole financial planner thing. If I hired 
a person to help me with my money, right? If I really want to save money every month, I can't go buying stupid shit on Amazon every day. I need to save that money for that month. Yes, it's going to hurt because I'm not going to get a shiny toy, but in the long run, I'm going to have more money, which will give me more freedom, which will give me more opportunity. So you really need to think for yourself, like, what's really important in my life? Maybe have a discussion with your friends and family that, hey, 2018, I'm going to take charge of my health. I want to be a healthier person, and I need you to support me in this. You don't have to change at all, but I want you to know that this is going to be a priority and things are going to change and you either can support me or, you know, tough love, you just fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you need to have those difficult conversations with those people. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt. It's going to feel really shitty. You're probably going to have anxiety right before, and you're probably going to give yourself a billion excuses not to have that difficult conversation, but I guarantee you the moment it's over, you're going to feel like the weight has lifted off your shoulders. There's no surprises down the road with your friends or family. They're going to eventually understand, and if they don't, then they don't, they shouldn't be in your life at all or entirely like you've really got to make the choice for yourself and figure out if if health is really your priority um so i'm going to stop there and rambling on about that if you guys want to reach out and comment on something i said in the last i don't know 15 minutes by all means all right so that's going to wrap up that flashback friday episode to 93 hopefully that shed some light on what's going on in your life and the reason why i like to do these you know throwback episodes is a lot of people have just started listening to my show or you know stumbled upon the show a year ago i have a lot of content and to get through it all is going to take a while so i'm going to resurface some certain episodes to kind of keep everyone in the loop especially my solo ones because they're usually anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes and you can just hammer that out while driving to work or you know i don't know doing laundry and you have me playing in the background on your google play or whatever the hell you're listening this thing on but uh i'm gonna wrap it up and hit the show notes because cut the shit get fit t-shirts are available for only i think four more days three more days so don't miss out. People have been buying them. There's so many colors to choose from. And, you know, it's your way to support the show. If you've been listening to me forever, why not purchase your very own shirt and keep this show improving constantly? Because, you know what? It'd be awesome to get new equipment, too. You know, better sound quality, less popping with my peas. And, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Have an awesome weekend, you guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to me. For so many years, you guys are freaking fantastic. Until next time, you guys.